this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Life has a philosophy about your feelings, and it's a simple one. It doesn't give a single fuck about your feelings. In fact, life and everyone in it care not one tiny little bit about your feelings, and you shouldn't care about them either. In fact, fuck your feelings. If you don't like something the way something is, change that shit. You do it yourself. Don't wait for no one else. You take charge and change it. All you got to do is stop tolerating it. Whatever it may be, decide to eliminate it from your existence. But don't just sit around with your feelings hurt, crying in your beer at a bar, whining to some poor bartender who doesn't care one bit about your feelings either and has his very own struggles to deal with. Fuck your feelings. Stop letting them own you. Take them for what they are impulses, electrical impulses and signals from your brain and stop over-interpreting that shit. Now, don't get me wrong. Your feelings are very real. They're even valuable to you. But fuck them shits if they want to try to lower your vibration or defeat you in some way to keep you down, to hold you down, to break your spirit and your will and to get you to stop trying to accomplish things in life. Is your mind is your mind. Own that fact and learn to drive and control your thoughts. You can do that, by the way. 
Your mind is a tool and it is your tool. And if you take ownership and control of it, you can train it to work for you. But you're going to have disappointments and fears, concerns, etc. And that's all normal. But when they come along, identify them for what they are and respond to them accordingly. Every little thing that comes along in your life and every little thing that happens to you and gets in your way is not the end of the world. It may seem like it in that moment, but if you pull back and you look at it big picture and you keep your vision in mind and your goals and all of that in check and analyze it and really look at it, you can usually nine times out of ten figure out some way around it, some way through it, some way to move forward. And that's what you've got to do. Because if you want to achieve greatness in this life, you have got to stop asking for permission. And that includes from yourself. Because if you're anything like me, you can be your own worst enemy. You will be the one that defeats yourself. Don't let that happen. Don't ever let that happen. Make sure it's not you that's keeping you from the life that you want. Take control of your life and your thoughts. And you start by learning your feelings. So take control. And you start by learning feelings and concerns. And learning what they really are. And what they really mean. Because most feelings don't actually require your concern at all. And I'm not saying to go numb. Feelings are normal. And you should experience them. And even enjoy them. But as Bruce Lee said. Do not allow negative thoughts to enter your mind. For they are the weeds that strangle confidence. These negative thoughts, these doubts, these things that try to bring you down, they can break your spirit and your will. Your mind is protecting you when it does that, by the way. It's trying to keep you safe, talk you into quitting, talk you into giving up so that you'll be safe and comfortable. It's protecting you. What it's offering you is safe and is comfortable, but it's also a dead end and nothing you want is down that road so fuck your feelings if you're afraid concerned worried you know if you don't they will destroy you your feelings will own you if you allow them to i'm sure that you know what i'm talking about you feel scared nervous overwhelmed and then all of a sudden you back down you quit you give up and this becomes a pattern that you get trapped in. But if you continue to do what you have always done, you will continue to get what you have always got. You have got to try new things, adapt and overcome when obstacles get in your way. Go through, under and around that shit. Don't let it own you. Don't let your mind convince you that it's impossible. Learn to see your feelings and these doubts and fears for what they are and deal with them accordingly. Because like I said, nine out of 10 times, your problem isn't even the problem. Your reaction to it is. Your reaction to quit, to give up, to back down, to accept less, to give up on your goals. That reaction, that is what the problem is. If you were instead training yourself to look at the problem as an opportunity to overcome something instead of a roadblock in your path because it's all about your outlook it's not what you look at most of the time that matters it's what you see 
If you see danger and obstacles everywhere, that is all there is, isn't there? Your perception of this reality is all you really have. And you are in complete control of that perception. See yourself overcoming the obstacles that you face. See yourself winning. Visualize it. And every time you're rattled, revisit that vision in your mind and rebuild your strength to move forward. Then rinse and repeat. Keep doing that over and over and over again until it becomes habit, until you become used to it, until you become strong, until you control your thoughts. You have got to constantly monitor them, own them, guide them, and make your thoughts work for you. Because like I said, if you don't, they'll own you. You can't get rid of your feelings and emotions. And you wouldn't want to anyway. You wouldn't want to become a robot. But you can identify and deal with them in appropriate ways instead of letting them steer you into a place of despair. When you get like that, you have got to take charge of your thoughts and retrain your brain to think in a different way. You have got to rebuild your thought process from the ground up. Start seeing things differently. Start looking at things differently. It's all about your perspective. It's all about your mindset. You think about things the way you want to, the way you choose to. You see them the way you choose. You see this as a dead end, but it's not. There are ways through it. There are ways around it. And if you retrain your brain and take control of your thoughts, you can learn to think in that way and overcome these things as they come along. You got to hold on to your vision and trust in the process to get you there. And with determination, strength of will and proper mindset, with hard work, there isn't a damn thing you can't do or get through. See, a lot of the times we're defeating ourselves. We are our own worst enemy. We're the ones telling ourselves we can't have it. We can't do it. Other people might have joined in, but we made that final call. We were the ones that made the final decision that, okay, I can't do it. I give up. I quit. Don't defeat yourself. Don't let your feelings and your fears and your worries and your concerns about life and what may happen to you if you try to do something in it ruin everything for you. Don't be your own worst enemy. Be your own biggest cheerleader. Be your own biggest fan. Always be building yourself up, telling yourself you can do things. You can achieve these things. Don't let your fears and feelings run you or worse, stop you from living the life you want to live because you only get one life and it's your responsibility to live it to the fullest and you will get out of it what you put into it because nothing in life is easy and learning and accepting that fact is a great start towards changing your mindset. But you got to get out of this victim's mindset mentality trap we set for ourselves. Stop blaming everyone else because it may not be your fault. Things are bad and you didn't cause it. Why should you have to fix it? Well, it's simple. Because if you don't fix it, nobody will. It is your responsibility to lead your life where you want it to go and yours alone. No one else's. No one owes you anything. No hero is coming to save you. You need to do this for yourself. So when you feel like giving up, 
and you will. When life has you discouraged, and it will. And when you're feeling weak, look inside. Work on you. Start there. Fix your mind first. Everything starts with your mind. You know, there's a song by Fiona Apple. It's one of my favorite songs. There's a line in this song where she says, he said, it's all in your head. And I said, so is everything, but he didn't get it. Everything is in your head. It all is. All of it. You are creating your world in your mind. And when you start to realize that, when you take ownership of that, and you'll see the potential in it, how much you can do, how much you can change, just by changing your thought process. So get your mind working for you, not against you. It is your most powerful tool. And if you can unlock its potential and get it working for you, there is nothing that can stand in your way. Definitely not feelings, fears, or concerns. Not emotional responses that you can control. Just make sure that you aren't what is holding you back in this life. Don't work against yourself. And that all begins in your mind. Your mind will work against you on its own. If you don't constantly have it in check, if you're not constantly aware of what it's doing, what it's thinking about, it will occupy itself. And it will always look for safety. It will always look for what's comfortable, what's easiest. That's its job. It's protecting you. So there's times when you're going to have to override it. You're going to have to teach it. No, this is what we do in this situation. This is what we do when this happens. And this is what we want. And we're not going to do anything that keeps us from getting that. We are going to live in that world and live that life. We can have what we want as long as we stop convincing ourselves that we can't. We believe in ourselves and stop letting ourselves be held back by fear and push forward and drive towards our goals. We can have them. We can live a better life. We can have better things. We can raise the vibration of this entire existence. We can defeat the evil that lords over us even. We can do anything we want. We're infinitely powerful if we would just believe that, learn to control it, and use it in our benefit. Thanks for watching, guys. And if this video spoke to you, please share it out so that someone else might hear this message. This has been TSYS Motivation from The Sean Yankee Show. And I'll see you next week right here with a brand new video. But until then, remember, fuck your feelings, fight for what you want, and live your dreams. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. And you cannot be late, but we did have a weird start tonight, didn't we? We went right into the video. And there's a reason for that. There is a reason for that. I was struggling getting ready tonight. I struggle with Tuesdays, every Tuesday. We do motivation on Tuesdays. And um, I, I had that video as like a back pocket thing. That's one of our older motivational videos. 
one of the first ones that I did actually for this show, for our theme on Tuesdays. Every Tuesdays we do motivation. And uh, getting ready for that, I was kind of struggling because I had a whole idea in mind. Hold on, my hat is crooked. I had a whole idea in mind to just own this, the fact that I'm struggling. Been hiding it real good, I think. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and give me a back pat. I think I've been real professional because my life has been a mess for like weeks. Like Life keeps kicking me in the balls. It's just been real bad, but there's a lot of changes going on. Some good things may have happened. Trying to have a good perspective about it, but I am struggling. So I'm going to own that. And I felt it was best to just start with that video, admit that I am feeling these things and that that's okay. And we'll own that and just move forward. And I'm going to do my best to talk about or share with rather how I'm trying to deal with it. I'm not expert in any of this. The reason why I started doing motivational stuff and felt like that was an important theme for the show, you know, important enough to take a whole night, is that it's crucial. I start every day with this stuff, you know, but this is my version of it. So when I listen to these videos, especially in the very beginning, I never wanted to believe that stuff, especially the stuff about I could control my whole reality, that my thoughts were completely within my control. And where they went, I was allowing them to go. I don't like that stuff because I, I have a lot of good thoughts. You know, I'm pretty intelligent and creative, and I'm able to make a really good case for all the injustice that I see and, and why everything is wrong and, and maybe even why it's a good idea to give up on something or when something is hard or you know, you want to quit and I can talk myself into almost anything. I'm very good at it. So I make good cases. I'm hard to argue with if I'm being negative. You know what I mean? But for 43, 42, I don't know, most of my life, I, I let that be the guiding light. And I've let myself talk myself out of everything I've ever wanted to do. And, you know, through poor planning or whatever, things just fell where they fell. And that just didn't work out. And I had to admit to myself that these people got to be on to something. So I started making myself do the things they said. You know, okay, I'll try it. I'll try training myself to be more positive. I'll try paying attention to my thoughts. I'll try uh, doing this and that. All these little things they would tell you to do. I started doing it, and I found out that they worked. Now, you know I believe if it can be destroyed by the truth, then it should be. I've always felt that way. So these cases I would make in my head for why I couldn't do this or that, or why this or that wouldn't work, or why this is going to be a bad idea, or whatever. Talk myself out of shit. I started to realize that it was me holding myself back, and that I actually could do these things. They work. If I pay attention and really control my thoughts, I can change my perspective on things. And I've always had troubles with my emotions and things like that. And I realized I could control those too. Those are hard, take a lot of effort. But these tricks, they work. I would scoff when I first heard them. You know, you've heard these little things that throughout your life. You know, one of my favorites, I thought of it earlier, was if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. 
It's a famous one. I, I don't know who said it. You may know. But you hear that shit and you think it's bullshit. But it's true. It's absolutely true. You defeat yourself in your mind. You are really the only one that can stop yourself. In most cases. Not that you don't face obstacles. It's just you're the only one that can make you quit. It's you that gives up. And I'm not going to give up. I really love what I do here with you guys each night. I put a ton of work into it, and this means the world to me, what we built here. This is my favorite thing. I'm so proud of this entire operation. And I cannot believe that we built so much and that it's come so far in just 425 episodes. That blows my mind, and I'm not going to give it up. I feel like I stumbled onto something that I don't yet know completely what it will be in the end, but is my path. And I, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, some version of this. I'll figure it out. I'm not going to quit, though. I'm never going to give up. Things are going to be hard and weigh on me and stuff. But I'm not going to stop. You know? I feel like God made me to be great. That God created us be great we have potential that we just never allow ourselves to realize within ourselves and when you really really start understanding that you are in complete control and everything is a series of choices and it is like 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. What you let it do to you is really the bigger thing. And I think that percentage is still a little off. I think it's even less what happens and more what you do with it. How you react. And those are all choices. And it comes from a state of mind, a perception. And it's true, but it's constant effort. So I can't go back, you know, I want to sometimes. Babels was saying that earlier. Like I realized maybe I complain too much. I'm very open. I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. It could be annoying if you're around me. I talk all the time, even in the car by myself. Like I'm, I'm constantly having conversations with myself. I'll catch myself in old arguments even. It's crazy. But I complain a lot, I guess. And I, I, I share my doubts and out loud. And I don't mean them the same though it's not the same things are different i understand now that i'm in control it's not that things don't still get hard so it'll feel like i can't do something but i keep getting back up and i think that's great because most times i would just stop when it got super super hard you know when you know you're having panic attacks at the idea of hitting live which has happened many times and I went ahead and did it and the show turned out great and just kept getting back up. And it, I've never done so much of that. And it's mostly because we do this five nights a week and I work a full-time job. So putting as much work as I put into this, it is very often that I fall or fail. Or, this has been an incredible experience. Not only have I found my gift and what I want to do and, uh, 
that's an amazing thing. But I've had this opportunity to keep pushing myself. When in the past, maybe in my old mentality, I would have quit. And I think that's an amazing thing. So I think Tuesdays are very responsible for that. And getting back to my point, now that I've come to understand all these things and take that responsibility and come to terms with it, and this took a long time, I'm understanding now that I have this ability and potential to take this control. And I know that I was created through intelligent design in God's image to be great, to be a gift to the world. I have a gift in me. I have discovered it, and now it is my duty to present it. That's what I'm here for. But I'm able to do whatever I want if I believe and have faith. And that's the hard part. But realizing my brain is a tool, and it was my tool, and I could control it, was a crucial part of that. And I am not a master of it, and by any means... The only reason why I think the Tuesday motivational would be valuable to others is because I'm filtering all of the things that I've heard from these other people. So really, I'm just giving you like 50 motivational speakers condensed into one tinfoil hat truth or comedian's mind, pushed out the other side what worked. That's what I'm doing. I'm just sharing what works for me with you. But it is a fact that you are in complete control. I didn't like that. I had a lot of trouble with that. I still do. Real bad things will happen. And I'll be like, no, because I like justice. I like for things to make sense, too. I have trouble in this world, you can imagine, with both of those things. But something bad will happen, and I don't want people to pay and lash out. And I want justice, and I want it to be righted when it's wrong. And you just so often don't get that, but it's what you let it do to you. You know, the world is what it is. Until things are done about it, it, it is what it is. And what you let it do to you as you're fighting back against whatever you're fighting back against or whatever you're trying to do is, is what's happening, is what's weighing on you. It's, it's not your fight. It's, it's the weight you're giving it, the difficulties or obstacles. I know that's what it is for me. And what I found out was true, whether I liked it or not. So... I control my destiny was the main thing I got from that. So I want to do what I want to do as often as I can and live in my gift as much as I can. And this allows me to do that. So that's great. That solves that problem for me. But I still struggle. I still have struggles like everybody else. And this is the things I do to deal with it. And I'm like barely treading water right now. But I felt like it was more valuable to be honest and just share what's really going on than to write a short speech on change or being jaded or any of the things I'm dealing with and try to do it as a motivational video. Not that that wouldn't have had value too. I just I thought maybe it would be more valuable to share like a real story or what I'm doing or dealing with. But I know I have everything in me that I need. I know that 
I was created with everything that I need. And I, I will not figure out how I am to best use that until I fail over and over and over again. And I'm just determined to eventually get it right. And that's what I'm going to do. And only I can stop me. So I'm not going to. Because I can't quit. It's not even an option. Now, I don't know what else has to happen. But, you know, there's a lot of things that are weird now for me. And I hate change. I'm such a spoiled baby about change. I don't like it. Well, thank you. I believe in you guys too. And you guys help me a lot. But I now I have to have even more change because I found something else out. You know, but that's going to end up being good too probably. And the worst thing would be for me to get like I do and start thinking about all the things that could go wrong. Because like I said, I'm amazing at that. So good at it. I have so much practice doing that. So instead, whenever I catch myself doing it, and I still do catch myself doing it, I will try to refocus myself now to a positive thought. Something good. And you know what? It helps a lot that I have people that are that are helping me to do that. And without that, I, I probably wouldn't have gotten this far either, but I can control it. I can't tell you how many times lately I've had to have sit downs with myself just to keep going. But, you know, I don't know sometimes what else to do. There's like no way going back to what I was doing. And I've never found anything like this, you know. I've done other things, and I've flirted with something like this forever, and I think we we got something special. So I love this, and what I'm actually going to do, because, you know, I'll just be honest. Uh, Y'all know I was struggling with my job. I had a lot of problems at work, and, you know, they ended up pushing me out is how that story ended. Uh, they couldn't get me to quit kept showing up no matter what they did to me even after they suspended me for four days I kept showing up and so they ended up cutting my hours down to three hour shifts but it ended up being all right not super all right but okay because like when they suspended me I of course started looking for another job and I had some offers and I ended up having to take one kind of in haste because of what they did I didn't expect that I was going to keep working until I was more prepared but they ended up cutting my hours it was a surprise I was leaving for work that morning and another employee sent me the schedule and I'm like 11 to 2 I'm like what the fuck is that so anyways I took this other job and something weird happened with that so I'm I'm thinking maybe I gotta do another transition and I was talking to Babels earlier because I mentioned that I want to work in cannabis but only because you gotta work like I gotta work somewhere I don't want anything infringing on this. And she's like, well, you could do it later. Like, yeah, I guess I could, but I don't want to. You know what I mean? I don't want to get home. Like the dispensary near me closes at 630. Let's say they wanted me to work and close. Let's say I got out at 7 and I go live at 9. 
I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I like what I have, and I don't want to disturb it. I hate change. And I wouldn't mess with any of this. Like, that was really my only thing when I was looking for a job, is that I, I can't do anything past four on weeknights. There's no way. Because to me, and I decided this around episode 380, I'm not quitting this. Like, I don't care. I really don't at this point. I don't care if I'm doing this for myself. I love it. And I know that people have been moved by this show because they tell me about it. And when I'm doubting myself, that is very cool, by the way, that people do take a moment to let me know that they appreciate what we're doing here, too, because I love it. You know, me and Joan watch this show back every night, and I work my ass off on doing it. So a lot of times I've been scrambling for like three or four hours, and then I do the show. Like, I joke sometimes that I was busy during it, but it's true. Like, and I put so much work into it, I want to see it. So we watch it together afterwards. She hangs out with me, and I really like what we have here. I really do. And often my biggest fear is really messing it up. You know, or getting on here when I don't think I'm in the right frame of mind and giving you something bad. Especially since so many of you come back night after night. And I think that's amazing as well. But this is just too special to me. And I think it's too valuable. And like I was telling Zach, like we were out there talking before the show. So I was figuring out what I was going to talk about. And he's like, telling me basically to stick with my plan which was just to be honest and I was talking about how you know we were talking about all this people that you can think of anyone you can think of that's successful really all they did was keep going you know they just kept going people told them to quit there were times when they should have got a real job for instance before the show I was listening to motivational videos just to pump myself up because I'm being kind of negative and it was uh, actually Steve Harvey was talking and he was telling the story about how he got into comedy. And I don't know if you ever heard it. I'll briefly tell it. He tells it better. But he entered a contest and uh, I've been in one of these. I did a best of St. Louis and I actually won it. But he won his and he won $50. Right. And he said on the way home, he was crying. The next day he quit his job, was homeless for like three years, traveling as a road comic. He even broke down how much he made each year. He never broke over seven grand. Wife left him, lost his family, his mom, his dad. No, not his dad. He ended up saying his dad was the only one who believed in him. Everybody else told him to quit. But every story is going to be like that. Of anyone that you know that accomplished something great. They kept going. They didn't stop. I, don't, I can't think of one person off the top of my head that I would admire or respect, and I'm not saying successful, I'm saying that I would admire or respect, that followed their dream, that uh, didn't fail over and over again, or be, have a period of time that they you could point to and be like, they should have quit right then. So, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to do that, you know, and since I already feel like I have this, you know what I mean? I cover that counter with duct tape. I know that counter is bullshit anyway. Uh, two of the platforms that we're on right now are censored heavily. I can't track this in any way. The value of this show comes from the fact that I know I'm giving you something of integrity 
and I pour my heart into it, and I know that it's good. At this point, I can't gauge it any other way. There's no way to gauge it. I can't look at stats at all because they don't let anybody see it. And then they hide stats. Like, for instance, and I'll just briefly, and I'm just making a point. I really don't want to spend much time on this. But, like, the other day, prepping with Babels, 73 shares, 7 likes. Explain this shit to me. 44 views after the live. 70-something shares. I forget what I said. 7 likes. 40 views. Dude, I saw more names than that during the show. Like, I'm sitting here running it. That's her segment. She plans that. So most of the time I'm running it, just watching you guys. I see more people come through here than that. Like, it's ridiculous. It's such a lie. So I, I can't gauge it any other way. I just have to gauge it in the value of what I'm producing for you guys. And the exchanges that we have. That's the value in it for me now. So I already feel like I made it. And I don't ever want to let it go. But I don't like... It's not that I don't like the industry I'm in. Like, I don't even need to stay in that industry. I just want some job that lets me have freedom of schedule. It could be almost anything if they'll let me work a set schedule. I want to be off by 3 o'clock, really. You know, I'd like to have as much show prep as possible. Steve Harvey, is that who you're talking about? I was listening to his speech, and he was talking about his mother sat him down, and she was like, you, can, you need to work hard like your father. And he's like, well, I'll work hard, mama, but I'm going to work hard on this. This is what I'm going to work on. I'm going to work hard on this. Look, it is work. I bust my ass on this show. I work way harder on this than I ever do at work on our busiest day. And I'm a good worker. But I love this. So this is like a work of passion. I pour my soul into this. It's work. Hard work is hard work. Just because I'm not swinging a hammer it doesn't mean it's not work. And if you can get paid to do what you love, that's what you should seek to do. And most people could if they would just learn their gift, search yourself. You have something of value that was placed in you. I promise you, you do. Something you bring to the world. And maybe you're the best paper router. I don't know what that comment's about, but I never do. Like, I'm just including you guys. But... I don't know about a paper route. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I don't need extra money. Ain't nobody asking for money. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm actually giving you guys savings opportunities. So like uh, the Sean Yankee show is an amazing fucking show. And like you watch it for free every day. So such great content already, like where the giving is show on the planet and the most dangerous. But on December 2nd, the day after every one of us is getting kicked off Facebook, apparently. You can get 15% off our entire merch store. Did you know we have a merch store? I don't need a fucking paper out. I have a show. I have a merch store and I have 18 original t-shirts. I don't know how many t-shirts you have, but I have 18 original t-shirts and I have stickers and I have coffee mugs. I even have a wall banner and you can get 15% off our entire show merch store only on December 2nd. You got to enter the promo code HOLIDAY15. And maybe with your paper out money, you can buy a sweet Sean Yankee show. It's over there. Sean Yankee show sweatshirt. But, you know, the value in the work, like for Steve Harvey, it's comedy. And now kind of motivational speaking. And he pretty much takes any gig. 
but he's wanted to be in television since he was a child. I will never shame somebody for following their dream. Uh, maybe your dream is of having an amazing paper route. One of my favorite movies is Better Off Dead. And it's a really good movie. But this kid in it, he's a great paper boy. And he pursues his two bucks throughout the entire film. If that's what you want to do, do that. But, you know, whatever you want to do, that's what you should do. You should live your dreams. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm already doing it. So it's pretty awesome if you can do it and you can because you're in complete control. And I don't know what that means, but I am glad that Nora's here because there is something I want to show you guys in just a little bit. And it is a creation of Nora's. Speaking of individual gifts, had a little trouble with that word, but you know, I want to show you that here in a minute. There's something else I want to show you real quick. Um, today was the morning yank we have a morning show i don't know if you knew that but i have six shows a week it's amazing i don't know where i would find time for a paper route but our morning show aired today and i didn't get to watch it with you i had to take that job i told you and one of the things i wasn't able to get at least right off the bat. Maybe I get it down the road. But as I told you, I'm probably going to make another transition. Um, was Tuesday off. So I wasn't there. I didn't get to watch the Yank. Um, well, I got to, I got to hear it. Uh, little secret. Podcast platforms got the Yank four hours early today. They had the Yank at 530 this morning. Three and a half hours early then. But yeah. So I listened on the way to work and then on my lunch break and on the way home. It was a good yank, solid yank. But I want to show you guys, like, uh, I'm not even sure that you can see me right now. Let me come back to the studio just to make sure this is working. No, it's not. Good thing I did that because what I was getting ready to do wouldn't have had any audio. But let me fix that. And I'm going to show you just a section, just a taste of the yank just a short stroke you're gonna want to go watch the whole thing because i listened to it and i was amazed how much better it was than i even remembered it but check out this brief clip from today's yank and you tell me if i'm wrong lenny bruce had charges over his head for a long time he wasn't even allowed to perform anymore because of it he went through a lot of stuff to make sure that people were able to speak yep and uh, perform so everybody owes him a lot i mean like i said i wasn't i didn't i wasn't impressed when i finally watched him i'd heard a lot about him and i watched that documentary so i went and found some lenny bruce and i i mean it was i it was probably you had to live at the time and live sure back at then. the time that so was a lot something. of it probably went right over my head but i'm i'm glad that he stood up for our rights you know? for you. and i never liked any two live crew songs I didn't bring it up because I like him. <laughs> you know, I brought it up because that's interesting to me that he fought to be able to do that so far that he's responsible for that label. Oh, yeah. That was the interesting part to me. This would have been cool, and I don't think anybody would have noticed it if they would have put Norman and him in the movie. I think <laughs> they they would have just that. slid him in. I read something that they didn't want Admiral Akbar to look like that. You know, the, the real weird looking dude that says it's a trap. Yeah. 
they didn't want him to look like that. He's scary looking. Yeah. Because they were like, he's a good guy. But the director fought for him to look like that because the message was that good guys can look like anything they say. Okay. I think that's neat. But still, like, I was always confused. Like, Admiral Ackbar don't look like nothing. He looks like half fish and, like, I don't know, some other shit. Didn't you always think he was out of place? Didn't he seem out of place? Or is it yeah. just me? Admiral Akbar always seemed really out of place to me. Yeah. Even when they put him in the new ones, the remakes, did you watch any of those? No. Are you a Star Wars nerd? Um, old school, but I won't. I'm a big nerd. Like stuff. all the new ones, I took Zach when we go to the theater. Even that was always pretty cool, too. Like me and Zach would go. We didn't go to the last one, I don't think. But the first two of the new ones, we went and, uh, I thought that was cool, but I'm a geek, but this is the morning yank. This is our morning show, and I'm going to put the link in the description to the rumble feed of that show, and rumble is our main live platform, so if you didn't get a chance to see it, you can hang out with me tonight. I'm going to watch it after we watch this back and check out the yank, and uh, it was even better than I remembered it, um, which is amazing because... Uh, I remembered it being great, but Paul commits, well, he doesn't commit slander. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but he outs Dave Grohl, man. Dave Grohl's responsible for a lot more than I ever thought he was. And you can find out all about that on the Yank. Joan says, I get told almost every day that she should give up on her goals. And I don't even know if I'll ever reach them, but I'm still trying, even though people keep making it harder for me and setting me back. Look, if you stop, that's when you're dead. To me, in my opinion, you didn't fail until you quit. You're still going. You know, I didn't know if I would ever reach my goals. What I took from that is she knows that she might. She would know for sure if she wouldn't reach them if she had quit. If she had gave up, she'd know for sure. It wouldn't even be a question. She'd be absolutely positive that she would never reach her goals. I'm not going to quit. And I think I've learned a lot in 400 episodes. I think by episode 1,000, I should be pretty amazing. I should be like that Max Headroom dude. And I'll be like blended in with the show. I'll be like half show. Dude, I don't know. I think if I had one staff person, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between this and a TV show. There's some nights where I can't tell the difference. I have a $12.99 art program. I get all of this out of that. Every last penny. Well, it's $12.99 a month, but I think I think at the end of the month, I actually owe them money. Because this show's too pretty sometimes. I think a lot of times people think it's like a moving painting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just teasing. Buying a little time because I want to show you something. These are really neat. Nora sent these. Nora makes these. These are really cool. These are cards. I don't know how good you can see these. I got to figure out where. Right there. That's good. It's a little bit of glare off the plastic. But these, not only is that a beautiful card right there, right? It already looks pretty. I'm going to show you some more. I got like five picked out here. When she makes these, they are fancy as hell. Like, 
that is a snowflake on there. That's not a picture of a snowflake. No way you can see that. See, you can't even tell, but it's they're three dimensional. That's three layers, four layers. It's like craft type stuff here. They're very fancy. And you know, you can there's lots of room so you can use them for your own personal cards. But she makes these and she sent me some to use. She said I could use them as giveaways or you know, send out cards for the show, whatever I want to do with them. They're beautiful. They're like so many different ones. These are the Christmas ones. Let me show you. I hate that you can't get a good look. That one's neat. But they're really cool. That one's got a Christmas tree on it. But look, there's, there's layers to that. And there's glitter in that Christmas tree. And that moves. These things are detailed. And from the letter she sent, underpriced. Like, I've paid 8 bucks for a Hallmark card for Babel's. I know I have. I've paid more than that. Like the ones that play music, I think I paid like 14 bucks. That's got like an Angry Bird on it. It says Noel. I'm trying to find angles where there's no glare. I should have took them out of the little cases, but I don't want to because I don't want to damage them. These are awesome. There's all kinds of different ones. Like there's occasion ones too. That one's a thank you. Thank you, Nora, for those cards. That's awesome. But apparently she puts on this camp and, uh, it sounds very affordable, but in these little cards, I, I don't, I don't, I gotta be misunderstanding because I thought I heard $3 a piece is what she sold these for. These are worth way more than $3. I know I would pay more than $3 for these. So I gotta be misunderstanding that. But there's even a camp where like she'll teach you to make them. That sounded really cool, but that's awesome. And thank you, Nora, for that. And for the amazing letter. That you sent with that. And uh, for all of your support. And those are awesome. So like. I don't know if. Uh, I was trying to figure out. You know what I should have asked. But if this is a business of Nora's. Dude these are amazing cards. Babels loves these things. And I only picked out five good ones. There's there's so many good ones. And they're almost all different. And those are neat. I wanted to show you guys that because I thought that was neat. See what I mean? Like, those are very fancy. I, if I saw that, I would never believe that wasn't like professionally made. And now that I know it's handmade, it's even more valuable. But they're beautiful. Every one of them is very neat. Uh, yeah, the envelopes came too. The She sent boxes of envelopes as well. But very, very neat. Very great gift. And I don't know. Babels is the boss. So not real sure what we're going to do with them what the future is for these cards but they're beautiful and uh they are really neat yeah and it, it, if they're for sale these are amazing cards if you need christmas cards or any occasion i don't know how many she has because these have to take a lot of time it's got to be a big operation because they're super neat fancy i just thought they were cool i just wanted to brag on them cards they are beautiful bales could tell you though she was looking through them too Take them out of the plastic so it won't glare, you think? Maybe I should have been looking at the comments. She's smarter than me. Is it still glary? It's kind of glary. But, like, let me get a little detail. Get close. See? That's a real snowflake on there. See the dimension? There's multiple things on there. Very nice. Thick stock. Fancy. I like them. These are cool. 
So thank you, Nora. That was neat. And I loved your letter. So I wish we still had the P.O. box. We'll get that back one time. I tried to get too much stuff. I just thought mail would be super cool. Joan sent postcards once. Like, I can still arrange for y'all to send mail. Wink, wink. But I thought that stuff would be neat. But thank you. I appreciate the hell out of that. That's a fantastic gift. So I appreciate that. And we'll make use of that. So, uh, But I wanted to show everybody. I thought that was cool. And check out the Morning Yank. Make sure that you get over there and check that out. I'd appreciate it if you'd share the Rumble one for me. I want to boost that channel. I think that's our best shot at an audience, at growing an audience. I saw people frustrated today with trying to share stuff about Ghislaine Maxwell. You know, that trial started, or so they say. They've been sharing some paintings and uh, some information, little sprinkles here and there. But apparently you're, you're getting banned to shit on LifeLog if you post any stories about her or any information about Ghislaine Maxwell or the case. And uh, it's being censored heavily. Of course, right? Of course. Matter of fact, I only commented on one post and it was on the silent truth there. And I was like, come to Gab. Stop it over here. Just stop. Why are you even still going? I can't believe they've censored four Ghislaine Maxwell posts today. Really? You can't fucking believe it? The madam of a pedophile ring for the elites is on trial right now. Uh, right after they publicized the shit out of the trial of a 17-year-old kid who was defending himself and was exonerated on all charges, they ran him through the muck and made that like our OJ trial. The madam of a pedophile ring is on trial right now. Crickets. It's a radio play. The best you can do is listen on the phone, and I don't even know if you can still do that. The judge like gagged information on the trial because it's too harmful, all this other shit. And like Paul was saying, she may not even be there. But a pedophile ring is on trial right now. The madam of a pedophile ring for the elites even. What did the pilot testify about Clinton and all these other people? Yeah. Dude, we can't be quiet on this. I don't care how hard they're censoring. It ain't the only place to be. You're not going to be able to talk about it on their platform though. So there are ways to do things gotta get creative and maybe social media ain't the way on this one dude i was talking about it at work you know how many people ain't heard of Ghislaine maxwell you'll get regular people fired up about this talk about kids and this is better than pizzagate you can run wild with this this is an actual court case going on right now federal court case they can look it all up remember how funny everybody thought it was when jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself take two you know, what if this is a test to see if they can dangle a carrot that you could actually use? Will they even use it? Or are they defeated to the point where they won't even take stuff where they have real information? Not code words and a bunch of shit they made look ridiculous in advance so it would all be silly and they could just point and laugh. As they laid the truth in plain sight, this has evidence that you can use this things that are backed up it's perfect and they'll never let you do it on their playground so you gotta get creative i was talking people at work whoever you know that lady from the jeffrey epstein thing is on trial what lady who they almost no one's heard of it I'm telling everybody that's what you gotta do spread the word but 
I want to thank everybody for hanging out tonight at Motivation Night. And uh, I hope you were happy with it. I did my best um, pushing through. I'm not going to quit. That's what Tuesdays are about. You don't always win. It's how you deal with it when you're losing. Because you ain't really losing, man. It's temporary. Struggles. Obstacles. All this stuff that's in your way. Things ain't going right. They'll go right eventually. It's temporary. That's how you have to think. Can't let it break you down. So that's what we do on Tuesdays. And tomorrow night is Conspiracy Theories and Chill. And I'm not sure yet what we're going to cover. But the poll ends before the show tomorrow. So it's up on the Yankee Peeps group. And the best place to get to it is on my timeline on Facebook. I'll pin it. So I'll pin it right to the top of my timeline. And you can go over there and vote. You can even add a topic. Uh, CERN, I think, is winning right now. So uh, if you like CERN, don't worry about it. You're winning. If you want something else, get over there and vote. Better hurry. Because tomorrow night it'll be over. And I'm going to close it. And that'll be our next video. But thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight. And uh, I will see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. for the fun one, Conspiracy Theories and Chill. We'll hang out, have fun, talk conspiracies. See you later. Have a good one.